Welcome to the Frame Your Way Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson. I'm a wife, mama to two, and full-time photographer and business coach. I created this podcast with the aspiring photographer in mind to bring you inspiring stories, strategies to help you go from zero to multiple figures, and tips and tricks to help you get one step closer to work-life harmony. Are you ready to frame your way to your dream career? Let's dive in. Do you feel frustrated with Instagram? If you have ever desired to have Instagram be a lead source for clients in your business, then this Instagram challenge is for you. For five days, you will learn tips, tricks, and strategies that have helped hundreds of photographers use the platform correctly and more strategically to book more clients. It's my heart's desire that you get equipped with knowledge that will help your photography business become more profitable and sustainable because there is room for us all. Come lock arms with other photographers inside of our private Facebook community and let's walk through this challenge together. To save your seat, head to brookjefferson.com challenge. All right, guys, today I have Shauna Cooney with us, and we're going to be talking about several things, but y'all's favorite topic is Instagram. So we're definitely going to dive into that. But before we do, I would love for Shauna to introduce herself. Hey, I am Shauna from Shauna and Jordan Photography. Um, my husband and I are actually luxury destination wedding photographers. Um, we travel kind of all over the world photographing our couples um, and just really honestly capturing images that impact their marriages. That's like our biggest goal in life. Um, and we are former teachers, so we also educate other photographers on how to like find their ideal clients. And yeah, that's just like a little quick, quick synopsis about us. Oh my goodness. I love it. Uh, one day we're definitely going to have to dive into how you guys work with your clients because just from an outside perspective, I know there's so much that goes into it and you guys really take that emotional side to it, which I don't really see everyone do. So side note, we're totally going to do that <laughs> one day. Um, but I'd love for you to kind of give us a little bit of your story and journey to how you even became a photographer. So Jordan always makes fun of me because this could be a very long story, but I'll try to do a long story short, um, which is I always loved photography my whole life. Um, I actually have my first camera that I ever purchased. It's like an old little Canon film camera. Um, and I always dreamt of being a photographer, but didn't think that it was a job that you could make money with, that you could live off of. Um, and when I was in college, I actually tried to even change my major, but I was told that I was too far along in my program. So I took it as a sign. And I just kept on doing it as like a hobby. Um, well, ended up becoming a teacher, two master's degrees, an assistant principal, and that's actually how I met Jordan. And um, when we were dating, he actually had no idea I even ever loved photography, and my sister was pregnant. And so she asked if I would take her maternity photos, and I was like, yeah, of course. And when Jordan saw those photos, he was like, just flabbergasted. He was like, you really could do something with this. And it was having that person who like believed in me, who, you know, just like, I don't know. It was just what I needed. And so from there, within like two months, we had a full-time wedding business from really scaling and using both Facebook and Instagram. And because of that, that's exactly why we are where we are today. And Instagram is actually still our number one source, like referral source for clients tied with word of mouth, but still, still up there. 
That is amazing. I'm really intrigued to get to hear some of your tips and tricks and how you guys view Instagram to bring you in leads because I know one of the one of the thoughts immediately running through people's heads and this is because I hear this all the time is I don't understand how you get leads on Instagram because I get zero. No one's seeing my stuff. I don't even know if Instagram's for me. Are my clients even hanging out there? So I know number one, that that wall has probably come up for a few people already as in, oh, this is not the episode for me. Like, I don't know how to do Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny. It's so true too. Um, but it's, it really can be so simple. Um, one of the things that I love most about Instagram and really just our, the way that we look at it too, is it's about authenticity and giving more than you want to get back. Um, and when you look at it from that perspective, it really just kind of changes your mindset, just kind of in general too. Yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you, I number one think that the place that you have to start is your mindset about the platform. Mm -hmm. And I, I used to think I am not the type of person that needs to hear any mindset. Like I'm solid. I'm good to go. I'm positive poly, you know, and, and now I'm realizing how important mindset really is in the whole scheme of things, because even in your business as a whole, because if you're focused on the, I'm not making any money, I, I can't do this. Everyone's better than me than your mindset. Like you get stuck there. And so I think it's very important before you apply the strategies and, and the things we're going to talk about today, you really need to get your, your mindset and your perspective. Just, just come at this episode with an open mind, I think is my invitation for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are in a place where you aren't sure that you believe about mindset shifts, I'm going to tell you right now, go read The Power of Habit. Um, it is one of the best books. Um, one of my favorite like scenes from the book, there's a lot of sports reference in there. Um, and to, again, I'm a long storyteller, so I'll tell this as short as I can, but, um, one of the stories in the book is about Michael Phelps and how every night before he would go to bed, his coach would tell him to imagine his best lap ever. And he had been doing this since a child and, um, he went into the Olympics and he was getting ready, you know, had whatever, I can't remember if it was like. I think it was freestyle. I'm not sure what exact, you know, race he was doing, but as he dove into the water, his goggles filled with water and literally he was blinded as he was running this lap. However, because he was so accustomed to imagining the exact strokes and how many strokes it was before he would do his turn and all of that mindset that he had done in the, like the power of visualization, um, he literally not only won a gold medal, but set a world record with water in his goggles. And so that just really shows like there is so much power in visualization and mindset. So it's a really, really great book. It's one of my favorites. If you're a guy, it's a, it's like, it's a really good book for guys. Cause it's not like a girly book. Um, and it's really a lot of facts. So definitely recommend that because mindset can make all the difference in the world. Like it's just a matter of if you're setting yourself up for failure or success. Absolutely. So that's going in my Amazon card as soon as we're done with this. Um, I'm a book fanatic. That's one thing I don't talk about very much, but I'm a huge reader. I actually haven't read any type of business or mindset development book in probably over 
six months just because I had got to the point where I was reading everything under the sun and just needed a good break. So that is a perfect book for me to dive into. So thank you for the book recommendation. And I'm going <laughs> yeah, to hand it over to you to walk us through your Instagram strategy, your perspective, whatever you're going to share with us today. Yeah. So there are probably a million and one things I could share about Instagram, but if I was going to start from the basics, a few things that I definitely recommend is, and these are like simple things that you can even implement right now that'll help you with searchability and also things that just like where consistency leads in. So the first thing that I want to, I like to always preface with Instagram is that we have to keep in mind that it's not evergreen content. And so what I mean by that is if you have a blog post and that blog post is ranking for SEO or it's even on Pinterest, that's evergreen. It means that no matter when people search, it's always going to come up. If you're a client for us, for example, if we have a bride or a couple who's looking for wedding photographers, guys, there, I promise you, first, you definitely need to take a step and think about your ideal client. And the question is, are they on Instagram? Chances are, if they're anywhere from 20 to 35 and even older, they're probably hanging out there on some facet. And you'd be shocked at how many brides are actually planning and looking for vendors on Instagram. So for us, the way that our brides are often finding us is there's two ways. One, they find us because someone has shared our work. They come to our Instagram. They see that they love our work. They see our, they'll click on our stories. They see our faces and they're immediately, they start to fall in love with us and who we are as people. And then they'll go ahead and click that follow button. Or the other way that people find us is through hashtags. And this is where the understanding that Instagram is not evergreen comes into play. So Instagram is a time you know, it's, it's based off of time. So as time elapses, posts no longer show in those hashtags. So even though it's still showing in your feed, if a bride is searching, you know, hashtag, um, Chicago wedding photographer, cause we are, you know, we're destination. Um, and we haven't posted a photo with Chicago wedding photographer in it in more than two or three days, then our photos are less likely to show up on that hashtag. Also, the larger the hashtag, meaning the more people using that hashtag, so for example, hashtag bride versus hashtag Sarasota bride, hashtag bride is going to have way more people using it. It's a larger hashtag, so your work is going to disappear there faster. But if you're using more location-specific or even specific to your business, so if, you know, can't think of an example out of the wedding industry because right now I'm just so, you know, talking about it. But for our example, if we're using hashtag Sarasota bride or hashtag Sarasota photographer, we're using something that's a smaller hashtag that our brides are more likely to check and we're going to get seen by them more. So one of the things that we always like to let people know is just to, to make sure that they understand like how Instagram works and how the searchability works from basically a client perspective. Um, so one of the things that I love to tell people right away is these are just a few tips for, cause you know, if somebody comes to our Instagram page and they don't connect with us, they're not going to follow us. Right. So a few things that you can do immediately to help with that follow ability is one, make sure that your profile picture is your face. If you are running any sort of personal brand, people do not want to see your logo. They do not care how pretty your logo is at all. Um, also to make sure that you do have, um, your location somewhere, or at least what you do if you're not location-based. So for example, we're destination, but I still have some sort of way for them to know that we are based in Florida. It's nice for people to know in some way where you're located. Um, because yes, we are destination, but we also charge to travel. So if somebody's not in Florida, we want to be honest and upfront with them and them knowing, yes, we're destination. However, we are based out of Florida. Um, and the other thing, which is one of my favorite tips is in Instagram. So this is, um, 
I, I need you guys to be kind of visual with me for a second. You have your handle, which is the app sign, right? So our handle is at Shauna and Jordan Photography. And then you have the spot on Instagram where you can put your name. One of our favorite tips is don't put your name in that name. So let's say that you're um, a charcuterie company, okay? And is that an actual real charcuterie company? We love charcuterie and wine. So um, the charcuterie company's label or handle is like at charcuterie and cheese, something like that, something along those lines. And instead of using charcuterie and cheese as their name on Instagram, we always recommend using something that's searchable in there. So for example, our handle is at Shauna and Jordan Photography, but instead of putting Shauna Cooney as my name on Instagram, I put it as destination wedding photographer. Because when someone searches for a destination wedding photographer on Instagram, I'm making myself my whole account searchable for that thing on Instagram. So just one of my fun little tricks. And then the last thing that I would say on giving your Instagram homepage a little facelift is to make sure that you have those highlights on your page. And this is, I'm guilty of this, I have to go through and make sure that they're updated. Because statistics show, if you're in the wedding industry, that brides are checking your highlight reels. And I didn't know that I believed that until I saw the statistics. <laughs> and ours are really old. So you wanna make sure that you are updating those because it turns out that people are actually looking at them. So having like a quick like spot for people to be able to look at your work or look at what you do. And even more importantly, having like just a fun, people wanna connect with you on Instagram. Um, and so having like some of even just you, you talking to the camera, your face, talking about what you do. You could have like a highlight reel of your pets. People want to have those connections. So those are some of my little quick tips, like easy things that anyone can implement like right now. <laughs> I love it. I'm all about actionable, actionable strategies. And I, um, I literally agreed with every word that you said. These are exact things that I teach. And one of the biggest things that I want someone to walk away with today is do not have your name and your handle the same thing. I, I swear I preach this time and time again, but it's got to be something searchable. And so it's my, one of my favorite little strategies that I show. I mean, I even have a video of me like going up to the search bar and just you know, doing random keyworded searches, online business coach, you know, website graphic designer, show it website designer, like all the things because I'm showing them your whole account gets found by doing this and not everybody utilizes it. And then of course, the more consistent you are, the more followers you get, you start bumping up and then you're found more often. So I love the quick tips. Uh, there's no reason that anyone on here can't say they didn't get something today because those are the easiest basic things I think that anybody could walk away and do and ultimately get found. I mean, you could book a client today just by changing one little thing that you mentioned. So I really do appreciate that. And I also love the fact that you said the profile image should be of your face. I say that so many times and I think some people don't believe me. So now that they've heard it from someone else, hopefully they'll change it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely agree. It's one that I say all the time too. Um, when people subscribe to our email list, we have an option for them to just respond and let us know if they want us to review their in Instagram and give them some tips. And that's always the number one thing I look for. Like, because here's the thing too, especially for us as photographers, which it's true for anyone in any industry, but for us, we show people in our feed, right? And we say that your website is like the handshake and your Instagram's a hug. Um, because it's true. People are going there to learn more about you. Yes, they want to see your work and yes, they're finding us through there, but they also want to have that personal connection to us too on that Instagram. 
because Instagram's a more personal format. And so, um, one of the things that I always say as photographers is we show people in again, cause we're a husband and wife duo. So like we're showing the two of us as a couple, um, you know, so in, in the sea of photos of couples in our feed, if they don't know who we are from our profile picture, they're never going to know what photos are of us in our feed. That's so true. That's a really, really good point. And I know right now specifically just during all the, all the times that we've gone through, especially with the coronavirus and all that right now, um, you know, a lot of people are doing this whole self-portrait movement and learning to put their face in their feed. And I think it's just one of the most beautiful things. It's something that we all should have done from day one, but I understand that. I mean, it does, it takes effort, it takes time, but again, it goes back to bringing that personal connection to the people that you ultimately want to book. So I'm a hundred percent on board with all of that. So I want to back up just for a quick second. And I want to talk about Instagram highlights and let's just look at it from an outsider wanting to book any type of photographer. If you had to pick three highlight topics, what three could you give somebody to go create today? So depending on whatever you photograph, I would definitely do like a best of, um, Jordan, and I do like a best of highlight for every year that we have. We just did our 2019 since we're in 2020, some of it's work from this year too. So that would definitely be one. It would be like the best of, um, for us, it would be weddings. Um, and then there would definitely be an about would be the next one where even if it's just fun videos of you, like you with your dog, you, you know, your cup of coffee, whatever it could be. Um, something so that way they can definitely have that personal connection with you. And then this is a new one that I'm about to add to our highlight reel myself. And that would be your process. Cause a lot of people who are coming to your Instagram page might be like the, my process. And that could be as easy as you walking them through with, here's how you inquire. Once you inquire, next step is this next step is that. Or if you're not going to do your process, things that are different about your, what you do as, as a, you know, wedding photographer, whatever photographer or business it is that you do, there's lots of things that we offer to our couples that some people don't offer to their couples. So we're going to start putting out like a series of videos, like, Hey, so we want to kind of walk through some things that we do special for our couples. And like maybe once a week, we talk about one thing and then that's going to be added into that highlight reel just so that way, not only so so not only our couples can see it, but so other planners and vendors can see it. So they can also see some of the benefits of working with us as well. Oh, that's so good. I'm totally going to take that and steal that. I think that's <laughs> wonderful. That's such a good idea. And I'm very visual anyway, as a person. And so I would have loved for back when I was planning my wedding to have a bunch of different Instagrams to kind of just see what's your process. What are you guys about before booking? Because I feel like at that point, again, people won't buy, you know, once they're sold on you, then they don't really care what price you throw at them. I think that's so important as a whole nother episode topic, but um, I, I mean, I think that's part of the importance of getting to know your people and putting your, putting yourself out there for your clients to get to know. So I'm definitely taking that. Um, so I have an additional question for you as a photographer who also educates. So you and I are in the same boat in that aspect of we serve clients, but we also serve other photographers through education. So what does that look like from an Instagram perspective for you? Is it two accounts? How do you speak to these people? And how do you grow both accounts if it is two separate accounts? I'm just kind of curious on your take. 
Yeah, so we just do one account um, because really the way that we see it is our account really is geared toward the couples, right? We don't have to necessarily always be talking to the other photographers when we're talking to our couples because they want to be doing the same thing, if that makes sense. So a lot of the times there'll be some times where we'll throw in tips for photographers, maybe in our captions, but I would say it's probably in the 10% of our posting. Um, whereas our stories is a place where we often will use more of a spot to talk to other photographers because it's not going to be there. Again, it's even less evergreen than our feed is. Um, I think it's interesting because really what photographers are looking for is they also are looking for um, kind of like that success from you too on your own Instagram and in your own business. So it's just really something that one, I try not to overthink too much because if you overthink it, you're going to get paralysis analysis. And so like, I am definitely a perfectionist and that'll definitely happen. So whenever I'm posting, I just try to, I try to really focus. Also, another thing for me is I look at like, what is my main source of income too? Like that's clients. Like, and that's what I love to do. Um, we're not trying to pivot from photography. That's, that's our love and passion. The reason we educate is because we really just love to help people with their business. Um, and so again, I, if, I, if I'm making about 10% in my, you know, education side, as I'm making in my, you know, wedding photography side, and that's about the amount that I'm willing to put of my Instagram towards. Um, I think it's funny too, because really it, the amount of people that are just watching what you do silently is so much more than you ever even realize. Um, so yeah, I would say probably, I, I try not to think about it too, too much, but it's definitely way less than the amount that I actually talk to my clients on there. That's a beautiful perspective. I, I don't think that you really could have explained that any better. And I just, I like seeing that because a lot of us are multi-passionate. We just are. That's who we are. We're creatives. And so we rely on that side of our brain. And I know that I get the question a lot, should I have two separate accounts? And honestly, that's a lot of work. And my, my personal answer to this every single time is I would not. Like it is hard work managing one, let alone having to be in two places at once. Like that's ridiculous unless you can completely outsource it, but then that gets even expensive and not you and all the things. So I, I, I really do. I love that perspective. Um, yeah, so that was perfect advice. Is there, um, any resources or last, last must know things about Instagram that you want to share with everyone? Yes, there is. There's something, and this is going to change everybody's life. Um, so one of the things, like I mentioned earlier, is with Instagram, you have to be searchable and you have to be posting. So I'm going to just call it like it is. I'm going to say what people probably don't want to hear. You need to be posting at least every single day, period, point blank. You need to be posting into your feed every single day in order for your photos to remain relevant in hashtag searches which also means that you need to be using hashtags. Now, a lot of people ask if it depends on if that goes in the comment or if it goes in the caption. From our experience and from every research that we've done, the answer is no, it doesn't matter. Um, granted, things could change by tomorrow, who knows? But from what we've always found, it doesn't matter. Now, what I want to share with everyone is when you're, now this is where people get, this is where the paralysis analysis of Instagram comes in, is people are like, I don't know what hashtags to use and I'm gonna change your life. There is an app. And you can also use it from your desktop. It is called Smart Hash. And Smart Hash is a way for you to track your relevancy 
like your, your hashtag relevancy and if it's getting you found. So there's lots of resources on SmartHash that you can use. It'll teach you how to use it. But essentially what you want to do is you want to use a bunch of different hashtags over a long, about 30 times. So it takes a little time for you to get the really relevant data. But what it'll end up doing is color coding your hashtags. So you know, like the red ones, people are finding you from the red hashtags and the gray ones, people aren't finding you through those hashtags. So stop using those hashtags. And then you can start searching or you can start testing new hashtags in those sets. Now, one caveat to this is that Instagram doesn't want you to be using the same hashtags all the time. So we definitely don't recommend, you know, just having one hashtag set and reusing it. You need to be mixing it up frequently or they'll think that you're a bot, which is so unfortunate that we have to like prove that we're human. <laughs> like I promise I'm not fake. Um, but if you're mixing up the hashtags and, you know, doing that, essentially what you're going to do is you're going to increase basically your searchability over time, getting better hashtag sets and knowing what's getting you found and what's not. So it kind of takes that guesswork out of the hashtags. Um, in there, you can also search. There's like a little search bar in SmartHash. And like, let's say you're, um, you know, a Los Angeles wedding photographer and you type that into the search bar it'll let you click on Los Angeles wedding photographer and click the little more button. And then it'll show you other hashtags that are related to that hashtag. So it literally helps you create your hashtag sets. So I just wanted to share that because it's a really, really easy way for people to start actually like just sit down. It's not necessarily, it's not fun when you get started, but it's real fun when you start to see the colors. So just sit down. I recommend doing it from your desktop because nobody likes typing on their phone and just start making some hashtag sets. And then I promise you, if that is the one, like if that is the one thing that you learn anything, download smart hash and start using it. There's other apps out there too that do the same thing. Um, but it will change your life. It'll make you feel like you're, it'll show that your work is actually going somewhere. So. Oh, I love that. How neat. It's kind of like having a little assistant to help you and say, Hey, this is working. Hey, that's not, I love that. Yes. We're really big with hashtag strategy and the the crazy thing is everyone is just waiting for, you know, like to snap your finger and have the right hashtag. And unfortunately, that's just not how it works. It's, it's always changing. And that's the one thing I've, I've told people. Um, but also I, I teach them how you can do the organic search, you know, through Instagram. It, it is very time consuming, but once you get going, it gets easier. And I love the idea of having this app to come in and help you and, you know, figure out yeah, I'm going to keep these. No, I need to, to switch these out. And so I love that. I'm very excited to try out that app. I've tried numerous ones before and have never heard of this one. So that's exciting. <laughs> well, I'm happy to bring something to the table, something new for you. <laughs> I love it. Well, you have definitely made this episode packed with gold and very tangible tips, which is my favorite thing. I love listening to podcasts, walking away and being able to take action, whether it's one, two, three, it doesn't matter. Um, and the things that you gave today, I really think people should have paid for. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> um, so I love that. And um, where can we connect with you online? So um, you can find us on Instagram at Shauna and Jordan Photography. My husband's name is weird. It's J-O-R-D-O-N. My name's weird too. It's S-H-A-U-N-A. Our moms did not set us up for good SEO. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I own like nine domains, so that helps. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Shauna and Jordan Photography, and we actually have a YouTube channel too. So if you're on YouTube, just search Shauna and Jordan Photography there, and you can find us there as well. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of these tips on Instagram. 
hopefully people will get off their butts and do some of the tips that you shared and start seeing them move in the right direction. So I really appreciate you. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. If you haven't already and you are loving this podcast, would you take just a second and hit that subscribe button? This will automatically deliver new episodes to your phone every Thursday. And if you want to go above and beyond, I would love for you to leave an honest rating and review. This helps other photographers find the show and get the support they need. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll meet you back here next week.